Moving into the final episode for 2019 is the Lace Out Podcast with your host, Peps and J-Dog. Hey, uh, I've got to say one thing. I'm a little bit deflated after the weekend, Jamie. I don't know how you're feeling. Why is that, Peps? Oh, I don't know. It's, you know, like when, when you're a single bloke and you're looking forward to going out on a date and you get a photo of the, the young lady or the young guy, depending on what you're into. And uh, they look really nice. It looks like it's going to be an absolute blinder of a night. Just everything's going to go perfect. It's just, you got your tail up. You're looking a million bucks. You're you're ready just for the, you know, you got your A game on. And you turn up on the night, it's in a complete fizzer. And one, you know, going home the loser could almost be going home the winner. And that's how I felt after the weekend after Richmond just smashed the living suitcases out of GWS. It's, uh, you know, great to Richmond, not for GWS. I didn't think that they could score lower at any particular stage in their um, short lifespan, and they happened to do it on the biggest stage. But before we get into that, listeners, once again, you're with the Lace Out podcast, Peps and J-Dog. Mate, how are you? you uh, did you get to go to the game on the weekend? I did. You I did. did. We'll, we'll have a bit of a chat about that experience. Yes. Thoughts, feelings, more importantly, your overall um, perception on the year, perception on the podcast. Just, you know what, like I said this to Jamie, you know what, every every week we watch the undies uh, to make sure that we're ready for to, for the, tonight's episode. But I've said stuff that, and he said stuff that, and we're freeballing. You know, nothing supporting us tonight. We're just off the cuff. Um, and that's the way we like it. So We'll just call it how we, we see it. We call it how we see it. And on the weekend... Richmond, 17-12-114, as we know, as we saw, beat the GWS of the Giants, three goals, seven twenty-five to win by 89 uh, points and take out the 2019 grand final. I'll go into what I thought and all those bits and pieces, but mate, you were there, front mm-hmm. seats, top of the <laughs> food chain with 100,000 Richmond supporters and 15 GWS ones. Was that your first grand? That was your set first grand final. Yes, that was my first right. ever grand final. All right, go through it. Okay, the mic's yours, my friend. So, uh, my grand final week really started on the Wednesday night when I got to go to the final recording of the AFL football show, the live show, the end of year spectacular. Uh, so that started at about seven thirty recording. Um, and we were we were somewhere on the ground floor at Rod Labor Arena. And look, I've got to be honest, it was great to be there and see the live show versus what you get on TV because I think we're about an hour and something ahead. But by the time that the ads and stuff get kicked in and, and the live show does its thing, they end up being in roughly the same sort of place when they end. So that's all I can say is if that show had that long of a run to practice, rehearse, and get ready for their final show ever, it was a sh- shit farm. Um, Not as shit as my beautiful three-tiered ice cream cake for my daughter's birthday that I'm right. currently consuming and Jamie's salivating over. It looks good. So, looks fantastic. So it looked, look, the, the whole show when you're there was clumsy, but then at the, game, at the same time, that's what you expect with a footy show. So will it come back again? I 
don't think it has a spot anymore on the Australian television. Maybe as a once once a year thing, but even then I'd be pushing it because the standard they sort of rolled out, um, it it just seemed like it was overreaching and over trying um, compared to the ease of what the front bar and those kind of guys can sort of the chemistry they bring to the TV. So, so yeah. just quickly jump in here. I um I had a chance to watch a little bit of the AFL TV show. Yep. And I reckon in about 10 minutes, 15 minutes in, I went, it's the same shit. Yeah. It's tired. Um, and then you go back over to the, the footy show. Uh, sorry, the, the front, front bar, bar, which was the next night. Yes. And it just works. Yeah. Because they, the front bar is genuinely funny. Yes. Without Sam Newman, that show was a fizzer. On. Yeah. And even that stick is getting a little bit a little bit dry. And also the good yeah. thing that the front bar did, if you if you noticed it, they, they take the Mickey out of each other. They take the Mickey out of the hosts. They 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 just do it like there's no effort involved where it, the other one looked too forced. Yeah. Okay. Um And Sam Newman, like that that character on TV, like you said, just it doesn't work anymore. It actually felt really creepy the way he was standing so close to Rebecca Madden on telly. I don't know if I'd ever come across on telly like that, but watching it live and how close he was standing to her, it just seemed really creepy. Like just an old creepy dude. Anyway, so what was that? That was Wednesday night. So How many old creepy dudes do you know? Well, on that level, not many. I mean, that's that's probably as creepy as it gets. Thanks. Appreciate Um, that. Well, I mean, there was a joke there, but I'm not going to go near it with what what you texted me yesterday. I'm not going to. I'm not going to repeat it. You dirty man. Hey, um, yeah. So front bar ripper, footy show. Don't don't bring it back. All right, it's it's done its time. It's like when Hey Hey Saturday tried to come back. But Peps, my night wasn't done. What? Hold on. So after the footy show, was there baby cats? Baby cats involved? There was no baby cats. No baby cats. No baby cats. No baby cats. After the footy show, uh, we, um, I was with there with 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 a fan, with a supporter, a loyal supporter of ours. We managed to hook up and get some, uh, get our hands on our AFL tickets that night. So around midnight, we got our grand because. Because I've never been to the grand final before, even even to that point where you're going to get the ticket, you don't fully under like you don't. It's, it's almost like a dream. But that night when I got the ticket in my hand, I was like, "This is this is it. We're we're going. We're going. I'm in. I'm in." This shit's real, brother. It's real. I got the ticket. It's got the AFL. Blah, blah. And that was really where the countdown started. So that was. That was what night was I to? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday day off. Um, spent with the family. Saturday, got to the ground at ten thirty in the morning. And what was striking straight away was there were some people already on the turps. Oh yeah, ten thirty. It's like Boxing Day to cricket. So. Because we went to get early to get then just walk around, you know. See, I've never been to the AFL ground even on oh, sorry, MCG on AFL day, grand final day. Um, walked around, did some, you know, went to the Mars exhibition, got myself a free a free Macca's footy from 
the McDonald's area, met a GWS AFLW player. I don't know who it is. Watched some of the sites. Anyway, then I got dragged to go watch the... They don't um, even know their own men's team. Well, I <laughs> got dragged to go watch the ABC show. Um, what's it called? Any given... No. Could have been champions. Yep. I've never, ever heard of that show before, Peps. You've never, heard of the, you've never heard of the Coulda Beans? It's not my, gen, it's not my generation. Dude, the Coulda Beans were, were amazing for so long. They, What's they, on the ABC oh, now? Oh, huh? What's on the, the ABC? They were just unique. Like, their songs that they came up with, the, it, it was just everything about... See, yeah. It, before my time. It's before your time, and sometimes before your time is, is good because then when you discover something for the first, you go, where has this been all my life? Yeah, let's. Yeah, well, I'd never heard of them, and and, and my father-in-law was oh, he, he been, was happy with them. But I looked been, around. I looked sorry. around, and and because he was go, he was going, you've never you, you've never heard of them. You've ne-, He's like, you know, twenty years that I've been on Saturday morning institution. That's what I do. That's what I do every Saturday. And I said, I've I've, I've never heard of these people. Has I have no of, idea. Has he heard of FM radio? <laughs> so, as I was standing there for about five minutes, I looked around the crowd, and I thought, this is why I've never heard of them. The average age of the people who are watching the live show was about fifty. I'm only six years off, mate. Are you? <laughs> In ten days. The other day oh, I was mate. driving. The other day I was driving past a retirement home and said a retirement home for fifty plus. I'm like, oh Jesus, when's that starting to come down? Not far, mate. <laughs> Not far to go. <laughs> anyway, so then that was that. I watched the what's the radio show for a little bit. But the crazy thing was, I, and then inadvertently started started on the cans an hour later. 11.30, a couple of jimmies and some beers and off we went. Um, the $42 cans of bourbon. The 11, no, no, what no, are they? No, what do you no mean? they were 11, 11.50. Oh, bargain. Well, a beer was 9.50. Fair enough. So anyway, got a free stubby holder from the uh, the lovely the lovely ladies. Just in there, Jim Beam White. Um, as we're lining up to Lycra? go into... Lycra? Uh, I think it might have been a bit of a... Maybe, maybe a... Um, like, like like a flashback to the two thousands white pants. You know, girls oh, just wear the yoga pants. White, no, not yoga pants. Like remember, remember the two thousands. The girls just wear these white, white jeans. Cut, white yeah, jeans. Like white jeans, but like they're like a like a lycra slash jeans slash pants sort of thing. Oh, they're always see through. Oh. <laughs> they were the jeans you'd never wear to a nightclub because the blue light, yeah, would shine, and you'd and see, the, and the white thong would. Yeah, I, I caught that a few times. Classic. What when you're wearing them? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> anyway, so lining up on the thing, Peps. This 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 blew my mind probably the most. Walking through the crowd, in different uh, different time, like you know, just as we're walking to the gate, I saw Dipper Domenico walking through the crowd. I saw Michael Voss walking to the crowd, walking through the crowd. I saw Aaron Phillips just walking through the crowd. All these. Can I ask a players. question about Aaron Phillips? Sure. Is she good looking, like, live? Um, she kind of has that... Um, the spunk about her? No, that Lisa Lisa Curry-Kenny. Is, is it her name? Yeah. Well, Lisa Curry. Curry. Yeah, sort of that look about her. Like, just a really fit-looking woman. You know that fit look I'm talking about? Yep, I married one of them. <laughs> so did you. True, so... That's what blew, that's what blew my mind. They were just walking on the outside of the MCG. I thought that'd be all inside, and they'd be going the 
walking through the MCC or something like that. But no, no, they were lining up at the gates or, or side gates just where we were. And that probably, I was like, okay, this is, you know, you, you don't get special access like anyone else. Like you have to sort of, yeah. They got tickets obviously given to them. Anyway, so got in the ground. So apparently every grand final winner, and I, I could yep. be wrong here, but if you play in a premiership team, you get two free tickets every year. If you play in a premiership team, you get two free tickets every year. Okay. Yep, that makes sense. But apparently you have to go to the ground to get them because a lot of players uh-huh. these days would sell them off beforehand. Right. I could okay. be wrong. Hey, listeners, if I'm wrong, which I often am, put it in the notes. Well, I only saw two people holding up signs who are wanting tickets. So I don't know if the cops are cracked down or they do it a bit further away from the ground now, but yeah. Mate, I think it come down to the fact that it was GWS. Yeah. And so they sold 100,000 tickets. We got a text message early on Saturday morning saying that the MCC has released more tickets mm-hmm. for restricted members, which it's only happened a couple of times. I think the last time it happened was, I think, when Fremantle played. Yep. And they were going to cost a restricted member 165 bucks to go. So face value, basically. Face value, which yep. is a ripper. Like, if you want to go to a grand final, lucky I didn't spend the money because it was a pitiful game, which we'll get into shortly. Because you've got a full membership, yeah? No, I'm still restricted. So it means I can, I can virtually go to anything. So I went to four finals this year. Yeah. Now, every final, I think um, the four finals, there was almost 150-ish for a prelim. So there's 300 bucks worth of finals there. Yeah, I think it was ninety for the week before and sixty. So if I look at that, it's it's close to four hundred and fifty bucks. And I think it's for me. It was I've, I've still got Boxing Day and all of next season. Yeah. So when you have a final series like that, it's massively worth its money, and you pay an extra two hundred to become a, a full member. Yeah. And you'd go well, every and you'd go every year. Well, Pep, this probably the biggest thing. I, I I was amazed at looking at from the time that we were having our beers to the time we got to the gate. Yeah. So maybe an hour and a bit. Yeah. The whole MCG area where the parking is, all of that was a sea of black and yellow. Like it was incredible, incredible amount of people in Richmond gear. It was, it does get intimidating. Like we've had a couple of Anzac nights. Yep. And this year it was a Richmond game, mm-hmm. so their home game, and it's just a sea of black and yellow. It's intimidating. Yeah. It's intimidating to see what they were. They were on their knees 10 years ago. And what ben, Benny Gale and uh, Peggy O'Neill have done yeah. in that time frame to get them where they are. Two flags, 100,000 members. I sit back and I look at my team, the oldest team in the, in the country when it comes to AFL, VFL football, and I dream of being like that. Yeah. You know, well... I, I, I don't mind Richmond supporters. They can be a bit wanky, <laughs> all right, a bit feral. But if you've won two flags in three years and made a prelim in the other one, go right ahead. You have the right to be like that. Yep. So in, because if in my the... team was like that and your team was like that, I'd be exactly the same. For sure. I would, yeah. In the ground, um, and we can speak about this pretty general, as you said, the game as a neutral was pretty shit. Like the first goal went to GWS and then they kicked two more goals for the rest of the game. But the awesome thing was, Peps, and probably what I didn't expect is from halftime onwards, everyone in the ground, because it's probably oh, 98, 
thousand Richmond supporters yep. there, majority Richmond. Everyone just went to party mode, and I went down and I stood. Um, what's the right word to use? I, I, I weaselled. <laughs> I weaseled my way into the cheer squad. Maneuvered, maneuvered, maneuvered. I I took advantages of the shadows of the MCG yep. and I maneuvered myself into the cheer squad. And I watched the watched the last uh, quarter down at the Richmond end, Punt Road end, in, in the, the cheer, cheer squad. squad. And it was amazing. What was that like? Were you getting hugs and high fives and everything? And I was I was I was on board. I you're was on, on board the Tiger you're Train. On the tiger train. Will you get on board? Toot, toot. Did you have a jumper on? No, no, I was all dressed in black as well. So okay, no one so see. no one could tell. No, no, but I was there and I was singing the song and I was giving high fives. It was amazing because if the game was the other way and they were losing, I wouldn't want to be there. But you would have been up the other end. It was a party. It was a party for the last half of that game. Everyone was at the back chanting, singing, um, what they call it? I think they called the laneway bar or something. It's yep. sort of at the back of Pun Road. Yep. Everyone was up there and they were down there singing, chanting. As I was walking down there, Peps, I run into David Teague. My father-in-law had a chat to David Teague and said, next year we're going to make it 11 in a row. And Teague just casually looked at him and said, nah, we got you. We got you next year. And I was like, Teague, you're a bloody legend. He was just pulling his wife through the, you know, through that area. Yeah. People were like, is that David Teague? Am I? And that's, and he was, Super cool, shaking Richmond fans' hands. He was cool, mate. Th- and I think that's the thing about our culture is that you're going to get some knobs, and there yeah. are some knobs from a, a football player's perspective. We know we've seen them, but they're just human beings, mate. Like I said last week, I had a chat. You, you know, yeah. hopefully, if you had a chance, have a listen to it when I spoke to Ted Richards. This guy was a premiership player, 260 plus games, seven Brownlow votes. He'll tell you that, <laughs> mate. He we couldn't get the phone call going for 40 minutes. Due to technical errors at his end, he didn't yep. care. He still yep. gave me another half an hour plus of his time and said, oh, I've got to go back to work. Yeah. Like, if you give them the respect, they're happy to give it back. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, everyone that I've spoken to this year, because it's been, it's been an awesome year. I've had a chance to, you know, Ricky Nixon said, yeah, I'll meet you. We'll meet face to face. And I chatted to him for close to 40 odd minutes. Justin Charles was almost two hours. Uh, Grant Thomas was over half an hour. Ted, people are willing to have a chat to you. Yeah, and you get some that go, you know, don't respond, and there's a few that I've, I've sent messages out to and, and haven't got a response back. But most of them, like, yeah, we'll have a chat. Just yeah. want to chat about footy, yeah. and it's cool because they, yeah. they they just love. And I remember this time last year when I spoke to Jack Fitzpatrick, he goes, "You know what it is? I just love footy. I love talking about it. I'll talk it to anyone." Yeah, and, and they're just people. They just love the game. Yeah, and you know, it, it's awesome to see that that you know it's the biggest game of the year, and they're just walking around, yeah, having a chat. I, I, once again, I thought Peps, and maybe because of, I, I just thought they'd be they'd be whisked away into the MCC somewhere, yeah, in a very in a bar with you know catering all put on. No, 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 no. David Teague, the Carlton coach, was just walking at the back of Punt Road end, yep, moving from one end of the ground to the other. But he might have been coming out of the super box. <laughs> he so might. he could have been in the super box all day. You just got him at that last moment. But hey, look, from from a grand final perspective, it was awesome. Like, yep. yeah, yeah. They still can't get pre-game entertainment, right? See, I missed it because. Well, there you go. It was that. I, it was that. Oh. Let's just say I was somewhere else in the MCG. Where were you? No, not not on the ground side, on the back side of the MCG. Were you doing Chuck Chunders? No, 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 no. But I'd found uh, my father-in-law and I had found a secret bar. 
Ooh. That got that got quickly discovered, and <laughs> we lost the secret bar after what that. What was it? What was it? It's just a, like a little beer cart in the ramp going up to because we're, we're level. So someone was selling beers out the back there. No, 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 no. In the MCG, actually, probably an MCG person. Yeah. But there's like you had the you had the beer line at the proper beer bars. You know, we get your yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But these people were just just pulling beers. Yeah. And it's like a little cart, so oh. there's no lineup. Oh. But um. I was gonna say we we were we were uh, level four, uh, row DD, which is the actual highest point of the MCG. You were at you were at Dolly Parton level four we Dolly were, Parton. We were up there. Couldn't see the big screen either side because the <laughs> roof line was blocking. Got in the way. Yep. But you know but what though? You don't it care. Doesn't matter. It, it, doesn't it matter. just raw the raw the. Can I can I? I've heard this before at a prelim level, but not a grand final level for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. The Raw, once that last part of Advanced Australia Fair gets completed. Yep. And then it's just like, Advanced Australia Fair. Is, does that just like that? It gives you tingles. You go, Absolutely, because best place in the world. I'm sitting at the back under the roof line. So that noise just sort of just travels along the roof all the way down until the back of your head. And it just, it's just, oh, it's the best. And even from I, that I, high, even from that high, like everybody looks like ants, but you oh, yeah, can see. But I you, but it's a great place tell. to watch it from a tactical perspective because you can see tactical. the work rate and where people are, and you just don't get that Correct. on television. You just get Correct. basically what's in front. So you see, and I, I remember when I said that to you the first week when I saw the Geelong Richmond game, just mm. how much hard work that they were doing, yep. moving from one side. They just ran them off their feet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not going to see that on TV. You're only going to see what's on the screen. So, mate, it sounds like you had a blinder of a day. I would, if 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 anyone's out there and goes, oh, I want my team to be in blah, 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 and I want to go to Grand Final. If you get offered tickets to go to the Grand Final, it doesn't even matter if you don't barrack for the teams. Absolutely do it because it is amazing. It is such a cool experience. Mate, like and this- I, went down to, I went down to Swan Street after. Oh, you, if you went on the roof, were you? I went down to Swan Street and I think we were there for... Because you're in a swarm, you're in a swarm of the of the army leaving. I reckon we're probably at the ground for another, probably an, an hour after the yep. game, and it was still pumping at the punt road end. Cops were around everywhere, but it was still pumping. Went down just one street, and very very quickly realised that uh, we weren't going to get in anywhere because oh. the bars and the lines everywhere was completely jammed. So people were just standing in the street, but we thought let's go back into town. And uh, head to the Young and Jackson and license to print money in Spring in Swan Street. You get to charge twenty dollars a beer. No one would have cared. People were saying that uh, from that end of Swan Street, about a kilometre and a half down, yep. the pub was still full. <sighs> a kilometre and a half down Swan Street, we got halfway down that. And we thought Bugger we're not going to get anywhere. No. Um, they don't anyway. care, it, it, mate. It's great. There's a hundred thousand people need to go somewhere. They all went to, Spring, to Swan Street. And that's not including anybody who went to Punt Road. And I had a guy from work I had a chat to today. He said, I was at Punt Road. He's, his face has just peeled off completely because of the complete sunburn that he got. Yeah. And he goes, I don't care. It was amazing. The, the atmosphere was... You, you, you've got to give him credit. But, you know, it is the wank, the whole Tiger Army, mate. But they are. They are... They're amazing. They support yep. their team thick and thin. And what they I think they are now the highest supported club in the AFL. They so they are. Um. Yeah, and and the fact that GWS actually had to like release, you know, 
their tickets allocated to them got re-released back to the Richmond members. Yep. Um, which once again just made those tickets to get so much harder because I don't think anyone in the general public got even a, a, a sniff of these tickets. No. Nah. Nah. Um, mate, you sounded like you had a blinder of a day. Yep, I would love it, love it. Uh, you know who else had a blinder of a day? Who's that? Dusty Martin. He did. Now, do you think he was Norm Smith? That's a super interesting point because I was thinking he's he's been good, but he hasn't been... 2017 good but then in the last in the last quarter last probably third and fourth quarter he popped up a few times but he just does because he's dusty martin the other thing is that what what disappoints me with a game that that far in front you you can't really stand out because you've won by 89 points now you look at last year's game where it was so tight yeah, one or two things will make the difference. Perfect opportunity the year before uh, in 2016 when Johannesson won the Norm Smith. Yeah, Boyd was just as good. Funny enough, there was. Did you see the meme during the week? 2016, Tom Boyd kicks three goals mm-hmm. for the Western Bulldogs in the grand final. Yeah, 2019, GWS kicked three goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. I. The other thing that with that is that. I've said it a little. I've said it before. Is that the, the voting for Norm Smith normally happens either at three quarter time or about five minutes into three quarters? Yeah. Now, I actually didn't think that he he kicked four goals. Okay, but before that, I I actually thought that Jack Rewalt was the better player on the day. Okay. He's kicked five. Yeah. But he kicked three in that first half where it sort of put everything out of the way. It was almost. Bit of party time for Dusty towards the end. I you said Jack. I thought that, and this, if this guy probably nailed a couple of goals, he would have got it. I reckon. Uh, I thought that the best on the ground. Mm, I know so he, the best was Dusty Martin. Yeah. Then we had the new guy. Yeah, Marlon Pickett. So yeah, Marlon he wasn't Pickett. too bad. Did you love his blind turn where there was no one around him and he just in the middle, of, <laughs> the middle of the ground. And Basher was third, yeah? Yeah, and Basher. No, it was uh, so, Dusty, Basher, Pickett. Uh, Rewalt, Prestia. Okay, so I thought Castagna. He kicked six. Uh, he kicked six. Six points. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, if he, if he had nailed two, three or four of those, he would have been. He would have had a norm around his neck. Yeah. And the only people who would have won the Norm Smith bet would have been mum and dad. Oh, they had Castagna? And, and Jaden Stevenson. <laughs> it would have been the other one. But he was really good. That's the thing. They were, but he didn't even get in their best. Martin Rewalt, Prestia, Pickett, Edwards, Vlost, and Hooley. Yeah. Once again, you won by 90 points. It's hard to argue that those players didn't play a role. Exactly right. Um, Greater Western City, Taranto. Taranto was great. Shaw, Haynes, Hopper, Williams. The ones who didn't get in there, I thought Himmelberg played pretty well. He was up and down at both ends of the ground. A yeah. good majority of the day. I don't know how he didn't sneak in for at least one of the best. Uh, I saw him. A few, I actually saw him take a few marks in the defensive fifty, yeah. which was interesting. But they were they just got blown off the park. Oh, smashed, smashed. When they kicked, I think nine straight. Yeah, ten straight. It was when they kicked those five straight in the second quarter. You just know oh, it was getting ugly. Yeah, it was getting. Oh, I should have swiped right ugly. Well, I was I was I was barracking for Richmond to kick. And beat GWS by 119 points or more. Just so your record of Port Adelaide. <laughs> I, I understand that wholeheartedly. Uh, 
Look, they, uh, uh, but how's Pickett, though? He, he plays his first game, has 20-odd touches, kicks a goal. Yep. Yep. He's built for football. Mm-hmm. He's now a life member uh, Richmond. at yep. Richmond. Yep. I've had a I've had a, a one of the guys that you remember Anthony Green that we worked with at Australian Unity. Yeah. Green, yeah, yeah. passionate. He was one of the members that uh, voted it in. That and I went, mate. How could you be if you got someone like um, Wayne Campbell who won forty two best and fairest for your mob, and then didn't uh, doesn't become a a life member or doesn't get a premiership, but then you get someone like Pickett who plays one game. How are you supposed to do that? Like. I don't get it. I just, yeah. But he goes, he's a premiership player, mate. He's a premiership player. He played one game, he's a premiership player, gets grand final tickets for life. Life it's, member. It's kind of, it's a bit harsh, isn't it? It like, is a bit harsh. Look at Richo. Yeah. Another one. Richo is. Oh, Richo's a life member. An MCC um, life member. AFL life member. Yeah, AFL life member. I'm trying to pick, I'm trying to pick someone who played a bucket like uh, Brendan Gale. Uh, Brad, oh, no, Brad Ottens. No. I'm trying to think of that, done, uh, they're all AFL life members, what about... though. Oh, MC- Peps, remind me, is it when an AFL player makes... Plays 300 games. games. Plays 300 games? 200. That's 200. No. So, but is, it a, is it an MCC life member or no. is it an AFL life member? So, AFL life members, 300 games of combined football. Now, that can be night games, uh, finals, representative okay. games, sure. etc. Yep. 200 is usually club. Club life member. Club life member. Mm. So you could have Nick Holland, who played for Richmond. I don't know if he's a life member. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's some guns yeah, yeah, that have played. Yeah. Dean Polo, who played for 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 Richmond, picked up three mm-hmm. votes in his first ever game. Three Brownlow votes. Yeah, he's not a life member. The story is amazing, isn't it? Like Richard Tambling. <laughs> he's not a life member. Oh. He will. He will always just have a, a a slight snigger at the end of the name, isn't it? Because you just think, what could have been if Richmond didn't choose Richard Tambling? Hey, I feel sorry for. I actually, feel sorry for the fella. Yep. You know, because no one's no one remembers Richard Tambling for Richard Tambling. Remember for for the buddy. <laughs> well, everybody, yeah, everybody remembers it from Buddy. Ever. What about um? Could you think of any more? How was your grand final day, Pets? Oh, mate, I just went to my mate's house, took the kids. They left yep. after an hour. Your mates yeah. didn't have enough of you. <laughs> no, the kids got the, the kids got bored. Understandable. We just had a, mate, we had a good day. Made uh, a twelve hour the... twelve hour pulled pork in a smoker. Did you get caught Wish. on the? What were you having? What, what was your what was your beverage oh, of choice? On, uh, I was on the Ho Gardens. Had some Ho Gardens. Oh, smashed a, a four smashed a four pack of Ho Gardens and then just that's on tea. That's a lot. Tea. That's a lot in the stomach. Nah, they're good. They were. No, they're only three thirty. They're only three forty. Oh. Hey, it takes a certain type of guy to be able to do it. But uh, Ho- great day. Yeah. You know what? Grand final day is all about getting together with your mates, watching the game, and getting disappointed in a bad game. Did you play golf on Friday? Uh, no. I just did stuff around the house. No. Just did stuff around Very the house. Very domesticated. Yeah. You know what? It's I'm going away this weekend. A couple of weeks. Go to Queensland. Can't wait. Yep. Do some stuff around the house. And just, you know, de- de- debrief a bit, you know, de- what's the word? Decompress. Yes. Everything that's been going on. It's been a busy time of the year for everyone. And, you know, uh, I really can't say much more. They were all, they were fantastic. GWS, they were just woeful. Yep. I learned from that. 
Yeah, everyone's well, been on it. I must what was worse? Though. What was worse, Peps? For yep. you? I'm going to ask you this question. Yep. What was worse? The Port Adelaide loss or the GWS loss? GWS. Okay. Uh, oh, worse? Oh, yours. <laughs> yours is worse. And I'll tell you why. We kicked more than three Oh, goals. actually, no, no. Sorry. Which is worse in terms of just expectation or just yours? Oh, shit. Yours was, they just smashed you, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, they did. But from a GWS perspective, I think it was worse as a loss overall because they had some expectations that they may have stood a chance. You were playing a rampaging Geelong that year. Nothing was going to stop them. Starship, nothing was going to stop us. Man. <laughs> Richmond, mate, the memes of the big, big, the, uh, the big, big sound from the oh. west of town, everywhere, loved it. There was a lot of oh, people right. thinking that they could win. I don't think anyone picked your mob. And just to see what happened, they just got smashed. Yeah. But you know what that means now? Season's finished. I know. It's and sad. now the real season starts, which is trade time. So oh, I really God. look forward to this. And God almighty. I don't know about you listeners, but I reckon I could be a trade reporter. Tell me how this, right? This is how it goes. Uh, Hi, Jamie Wallace. Yes, it's Chris Pepper here from uh, Lace Out, just reporting on a couple of potential trades. Christopher Tracker was doing a tour of a Ligon Street cafe where Stephen Silvani happened to move in. He's looking at a three-year, $500,000 contract. Um... Jack Stephen was seen touring uh, uh, Adventureland down near Geelong Way, happened to run into uh, one of the Scott brothers. He'll be down there on a four-year contract. Um, Jason Johannesson recently had his hair done uh, at a barber in Hawthorne. Uh, his car broke down, went in there. Whilst he was in there, Alistair Clarkson's kids were in there. They had a bit of a conversation. He's moving down. Uh, for uh, two years, $800,000 a year. And finally, um, th- the big news to come out of it is Gary Ablett Jr. Gary was seen in a advanced hair studio, uh, ran into Brian Lake. Brian Lake uh, is not part of any teams, but he knows someone from one of the other 18. Gary is going to be on the move up back up north to Brisbane because he needs the hair to stop his head from sunburning. Going up there on a $100,000 contract for a year. <laughs> Point I'm making is they spit absolute dribble, these so-called insiders, and eventually one of them is going to stick. Of course. It just can, gives you the shits, doesn't it? Can I have the floor for one minute? You can have, mate. We've, got, just, we've got about, well, we've got a few left over. To just, to just give you an idea of the four days of mentalness since Richmond won the flag of what's already come out. All right, go for it. The floor You're is yours, ready. dude. Go. Okay. First off, you've got Bradley Hill has nominated St. Kilda. Jack Martin has nominated Carlton. Tom Papley has nominated Carlton. John Patton has nominated Hawthorne. Hugh Greenwood has nominated Gold Coast. Darcy Cameron has nominated Collingwood. Paddy Ryder has nominated St. Kilda. Sam Jacob wants to go to GWS. Alex Keith wants to go to Western Bulldogs. Billy Frampton wants to go to Adelaide. Josh Jenkins wants to leave Adelaide. Cam Alice Yolman and Callum Archie are going to join Brisbane. 
Sam Frost has requested a trade to Hawthorne. Ed Langdon has requested a trade to Melbourne. Tim Kelly has requested a trade to West Coast. Blues are keen on Eddie Betts. Suns are keen on Brad Crouch and Brandon Ellis, which they've got today. Dogs are keen on Josh Bruce. Swans are keen on Joe Danaher. Jack Stephen is likely going to move to Geelong. And Orazio Fantasia is keen to come back to Adelaide, uh, his hometown. That is an amazing amount of player movement in four days since Richmond won their premiership. So based on what you're telling me, it's been a quiet few days on the trade front. That's very quiet. <laughs> that is that is mental. You know what the thing that disappoints me about that whole thing is? What? And can you just read through the first five again? First five? Just read the first five. Bradley Hill, St Kilda. Jack Martin to Carlton. Yeah. Tom Papley to Carlton. Yeah. John O'Patton to Hawthorne and Hugh Greenwood to Gold Coast. In every single one of those cases, the player has nominated where he wants to go. Correct. How much longer do you think it's going to get until the clubs have the power to trade the players where they want them to go? I think they sort of do. You think that they do? I Well, I, I can give an example of last year in particular with Chad Wingard going to Hawthorne. He had one more year to go. Yep. Um, and, and a deal was there to be done, and they just traded him out. But to Hawthorne. But and he to wanted Hawthorne. to go to Hawthorne. That's fine. Yeah. Let's just say Melbourne came along. Mm-hmm. Stuff you, mate. We've, tra- we've, we've traded you to Melbourne. Off you go. I don't think a conversation between clubs saying, what would it take to get Ollie Wines out of this club? I think any – or, or – Set, it could be any player. It could be bloody Petrarca or Viney yeah. for you guys. But it, but it's along the lines of, though, mate, that the, the players have all the power. I do agree with and that. And that's where it's wrong. I do agree that, that clubs are signing up these or, or players are agreeing to these big deals. Five, I went five years on $700,000 and I'm just a, a 186-centimeter, 84-kilogram midfielder, like a pretty stock player, yeah? Yeah. They're getting huge money on huge deals. And then the year after that, the player goes, you know what? I'm out of here. I want to go to Western Bulldogs. But it's not even that though, mate. It's, it's more along the lines of the player goes, I want to leave. Yeah. So and, and you're not really, you're, you're bending the club over a barrel to say where you want to go. Mm. And that shouldn't be the way it is. But what's the alternative, do you reckon? The club, we go, if you're going to do a trade system, you've got to do it like the Americans do it. Oh yeah. Okay. I see. We, we yep. send you anywhere. Yep. Mate, we're trading you out. Yeah, catch The you best deal that we got was from... So, Tim Kelly, perfect example. Mm-hmm. Mate, you want to go back to Perth? So be it. We're going to talk to any of those clubs to get the best deal for us. We'll send you yep. back to Perth because that's where you want to go. Yeah. But we're going to work the best. You want to go back to Melbourne? Great. We've got nine clubs down there we're going to deal with. Yeah. Not So, I think that's where it needs to get to. I'm happy for you to go... But we're going to do the best deal by our club. Now, if that doesn't get you to the club that you want to, tough dickies. Because your thing is that you want to go somewhere. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that needs to happen. Because he's like, John Patton, he's going to go to Hawthorne for a late, they reckon late third, like third round or early fourth. Mm-hmm. For a former number one pick. Yeah. Let's just say a club that needs a full forward. I don't know, Collingwood. And Collingwood say, you know what? We'll actually give you a late second rounder. 
GWS yeah. should go, mate, you want to go back to Melbourne, we've organised that for you, but you're going to go to Collingwood. You've got no say in it. Yep. I'm just trying to think what... So then would you start, if you're going to go for the American system, would you go for the full mid-season everything, like just go the full hog? Uh, I think that there should be some mid-season trades, yeah, definitely. Why, why not? I don't have an issue with that. Have a bye week and do mid-season trades. Yeah. And a perfect thought- example, and you think about it, Marlon Pickett, even though he was a mid-season uh, draft pick, look at look how much of a difference he made straight away on the biggest stage of them all. Yeah. You know, GWS needed a Ruckman, right? Because Mummy was going down. So why not get Sam Jacobs, who's doing nothing for Adelaide, and bring and trade him straight across? And they could have used him instead of having to wait until the end of the year. I see merit in it. I, I definitely see merit in it. And the whole compensation pick thing, get rid of that crap too. <laughs> because apparently Brandon Ellis going... Now, this is the rumour, but Brandon Ellis going to... Gold Coast for five years on that deal is going to get almost the equivalent of what Hawthorne got for Buddy. Don't know what you're thinking right now, my friend, but I'm tipping Mm. that Brandon Ellis doesn't even tie Buddy Franklin's bootlaces. No, but that's the way the system... But that's what I mean. Just get rid of the compensation. Yeah. I can understand why it's there originally, but just get rid of it. I just think that if you want movement... It's like riding a bike with training wheels. Yeah. You're riding a bike, but you're not riding the bike. Really. You're half there. Just scrap so, it. The problem, the problem is though, Peps, is with the US system, you've got so many teams and so many people in the country. I don't think Australia's big enough to do that sort of stuff. Dude, we've got what, 26 million? Yeah, no, but I think the we've loyalty got 18 and t- everything. Stiff shit. People don't follow the players. They follow the team. If you told me Dustin Martin left and Dustin Martin went over to uh, Gold Coast Suns, are you telling me 100,000 people are going to leave Richmond and start following Gold Coast? I think Australia, the way it is, would be re- I think I can think of some supporters who would be really angry if we traded Ollie Wines, and yeah. me, me, me including. I know, but, but then if you ended up getting in Dusty Martin for Ollie Wines. But I think we're too, I think our, we've got, well, yes, that'd be great, yeah. but... At the same time, you're probably not going to get that. And for a club of Port Adelaide, we've got mm, probably give or take 36, 37,000 members. Yeah. So you piss off, you piss off two thousand members. That's a huge. That's a huge dent. Where in the US, it's it's nothing. It's I know. But if you piss them off, fantastic. But what happens if that? But that's only going to piss them off if it doesn't pay off. We got rid yeah. of Jack Watts and gave him to you. Yeah. Literally gave him to you. You know how many pissed off Melbourne supporters there were? How many? Enough to set a record number of memberships this year. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. The club is bigger than the individual. You also had a great year last year. Who did? You guys. Yeah. Last year. Yeah, last year. That's no, right. two seasons um, ago. Two seasons ago. Not last season, season before. Um, rightio. So, yeah, I think the trades, it's going to be interesting. This time next week, the trades uh, are going to be... They might as well just start it this week, to be honest. I don't uh, know why there's a... Rubbish. They, all this, they could just start banging them out. Yep, I agree. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to sort of see that. Um, the, the thing is, though, well, I was going to say, a lot of these players moving are really, other than the Tim Kelly trade, 
are all fringe players. Oh, no. You're telling me the Crouch brothers are fringe players? Well, the Crouch brothers, well, I think the problem with Adelaide is the whole club's imploding at the moment. Titus O'Reilly said, did you see Titus O'Reilly put out a tweet today of a empty grandstand saying uh, Adelaide Football Club's 2020 team photo? <laughs> Everybody's out the door. Everyone, yeah. Hugh Greenwood, he's not a spud. No, Alex Keith is not a spud. definitely not a spud. But you go through some of those names, there's no spuds. I know, Tim Kelly, talking... Patton's not a spud. Jack Stevens, not a spud. Sam Frost, can run, can't kick. But these Ed players Lee. are also free. They're, 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 they're players, they're, but they just want either more money or they think they're better than they are. They're not. Correct. Correct. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too stressed. Other than maybe I don't know. Oh yeah, Tim Kelly, Razio Fantasia. But once again, even oh, Joe Danaher. But once again, these players either haven't played much in the last 18 to 24 months, so I'm not too stressed. It's going to be an exciting... I do like trade period, just to sort of... And we're going to come back in a couple of weeks' time once trade period is completely finished and just do our bit of a recap of the winners, the losers. After trade, Peps, what happens after that is just go silent for a while? Yeah, it goes silent for a while. Um, Gillian McLaughlin gets to county's bonus money. And then we get, and then we get the rookies. Then got, no, then we have so got the draft. Called? Then we have got the, the, the draft. draft. You have the draft combine. I think is on as we speak. Uh, they're all, they're, yeah, is. they're all going to be interviewed, and then I think late November the draft kicks in. Okay. Uh, can I just quickly touch on one other thing? Sure. We know the AFL is so screwed up; it's not funny. Like they just make their own rules for whatever. Hmm. If I, um, I didn't think I was actually going to do one of these tonight. But I've decided that I will be doing one of these. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. I've just turned on the burners. Because the AFL Commission are now being thrown into the fry pan after the decision that was made this week, last week, but released this week, to grant the Gold Coast Suns priority picks again. Now, I don't know about you, this is, I believe, the, another compromised draft or the, another compromised draft, the 10th in a row where the draft has been compromised due to priority picks, uh, expansion clubs, etc. This club, Gold Coast, is pathetic for the sample, simple fact that the way it was run virtually since day dot has been poo. Mm-hmm. You cannot tell me that some of the players that were running around on the weekend, including Prestia, Caddy, and Lynch, were all from the Gold Coast Suns and first round draft picks at that particular club. It infuriates me to see an, a club like that being rewarded for mediocrity. Again and again and again. A number of years ago, my team, and we all know who that is, won two games for a year. No priority picks came our way. Other teams have been down the bottom for quite a long time. St. Kilda, did they get any priority picks? No. Port Adelaide, have they had priority picks? No. Yet the Gold Coast, who are obviously the, 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 the child of the AFL, cannot fail. And they've been given everything again. So they're going to get the number one and number two draft pick in this draft. Now, that might not seem much, but then you've got the two 
Anderson and, and Raul, who are virtually best mates, played with each other, um, going up there and trying to set a culture. Now, what's infuriating about that is that Melbourne needed some outside run, and Anderson would have been perfect for that. Now we don't get that. So what do we do? Do we go pick three? Because there is a big gap between one, two, and then everybody else. So the whole drafting strategy has to get completely rejigged again. And they're going to get a bigger area to get their recruiting from in the Northern Territory. They're going to get another pick at the end of the first round or the start of the second round. Picks again next year. When is it going to stop? At what stage? What has to happen for the AFL to go, no matter what we do in the draft, this team isn't going to survive. And it's pathetic that they continually stock them up. Jared Lyons left Gold Coast last year. They gave him away for nothing mm-hmm. and turned into an absolute star at Brisbane. Another example, and then they got rewarded for that. So mismanagement from a player perspective, mismanagement from a club perspective. When do you just cut the umbilical cord and say, mate, you're on your own two feet and whatever you do, you do. We'll give you the money, but you do what you do. Or do you just say, we end the experiment and we open up that team in Tassie. So the AFL commission, you may think that you're doing the right thing by one club, but you're putting it to the detriment of the 17 others. And that's the final fry pan for this year. And so the burners are back on. And now they're off. Hmm. I don't know. I, I think... Oh, and stop they, being offensive to you, Porter. No, they need something, Peps. They do need something. Yeah, Whether a, it's all a, the a picks, curtain and a bullet. All the picks, I absolutely agree they should get over the next few years. Plus, I think they should get extra money in their soft cap for all of the other development roles they need at their club. And I don't have any issue with them having uh, first access to the Northern Territory um, uh, zone as yep. well. I understand Northern that. The, I, I, but you just, can't, you just can't keep throwing shit up against the wall and hopefully know, something will stick. Because that's, what it's, that's the, all that they're doing. But at the moment, though, the, they need to do something and, and really, and instead of just giving them a pick or two, have a long-term strategy for the club moving forward because no one has ever gone up to the Gold Coast and had a successful run in any sport up there. So I don't mind it. I don't mind. I know I, I get where you're coming from in terms of there have been other clubs who have really needed a couple of picks their way, but no club has been in such a situation as what Gold Coast has found itself in through its yep. mismanagement from the very start. And it's just going to continue. I can tell you, we're going to be in the same spot next year. What happens if they end up 18th again? I agree. What, yep. What's going to happen? I don't think they will climb off the bottom of the ladder for probably another two years. People won't want to play there. I'm so, I don't care. It's turning into that retirement that retirement center that you drove past for over fifties. It's for mm-hmm. any footballers over thirty retirement. Yeah, yeah oh, I don't disagree. Poo. I don't it's disagree. Um, last but not least, we are talking about the AFL. How do you think they've performed out of ten? Ten being superstars, one being pathetic. Where would you rate the AFL's performance this year? Mm, AFL performance of the AFL itself, not as uh, a fan just the way no, games. just the way the game's been run from an AFL administration um, perspective. Look, in the majority of it, I mean, all that all that um, malarkey around 
um, the tribunal and all that crap. That was absolute rubbish this year. That's 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 been an absolute shithole. Like Alan, uh, sorry, watch that. Mike Christian just fucked that up big time because it's so confusing. But overall, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a pass. I'm gonna give it a, a, a five and a half out of Fuck ten. Fuck me, mate. Five. You're lucky. They're lucky to get a three. <laughs> the six 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 is six 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 is a bullshit rule. The runner not on the ground is bullshit. Meaning the younger teams can't get any direction if they need some. They've stuffed up the whole match review panel. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, how can you eye gouge a bloke, get off, and then next week have inconclusive footage? Oh, but we're going to give you a week. They've, got, as, as they've a, got betting as... scandals going on left, right, and center. Yep. They're, they're fudging the drafts again. It's just... I don't know how you can sit there and go, we are running an even competition. The schedule's poo. It's a fixture, Pep. So it's it's a off, fixture. whatever. The, it's, it's fixed, yeah. It's a yeah. fixed, yeah. Because it's bullshit. They should go to 17 and 5 or just go to 17 full stop. Well, the fact that Richmond didn't leave the MCG from... The last seven the weeks. Of, the start of August or something. <laughs> gee, it, see, that's bullshit. Like, it's all these things that just... It, here's a perfect thing. GWS ended up the higher team at the end of the year... Is that right? No. No? Geelong uh, did. Geelong did? No, no, no. Out of the two. Oh, of those two? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So GWS ended up higher. Than Richmond, yes. Yet, on grand final day, GWS had to wear the away strip. <laughs> Quote me if I'm wrong here. Was there, every time they kicked a goal on the weekend, a tiger sound was being played on the scoreboard? I don't know. You can't. Okay, but hold on. It's a neutral game. The grand final. But this is what I mean. They are just, they fucking do this shit. You won't see you that in any other league. You can't have the Tigers running out with a yellow and with, with, with a yellow jumper and a black stripe. Are you telling me that the two jumpers even clash? No, I don't think Exactly do. right. One's orange, gray, and white, and the other one's black and orange, a black and yellow. Yellow and black. So uh, just, <laughs> oh, oh, mate, they're lucky to even get a three. From me. Like, all right. As a fan, have you enjoyed watching the game? Shit house. The games aren't that great, mate. Don't give me, don't give me, oh, it's been great games. Mate, for every great game there is or two great games there in the round, there's another seven that are shit. Okay. Anything that in, anything that included Gold Coast, Melbourne, your mob. Port. Port. Yeah, your mob, Port. Carlton. Carlton, Carlton. until the end of the year. Um Adelaide. Mate, there's <laughs> five potential games a week that were shit. So, what do you rate out of 10? The, the entire season? Yeah. Five. Okay, I'm going to give about a five as well. Because the games aren't close. The games aren't exciting. No, they're Players dour. kick a bag if they've kicked four. It's a bag these days. Yeah, it's Wank dour. it. It's, it's just, it's out of control and just let them play footy. No other sport just keeps changing the rules. You Leave the like game. The finals, like the finals, just put the whistle away. Oh, the the whistle's the biggest issue. The whistle needs to go away. But when you tackle someone and they do three spins on the spot, yeah, and they don't handball it, that's the stuff that just blows your mind. It's okay to blow yep. the whistle, mate. I see better umpiring at local footy. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Right, Anything yeah. else? Oh no, nah, that's it. I've had me rant. All right. That's it. AFL, you poo. Lift your game.
let's 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 bring, wind let's bring it up, this bad let's... boy home. Um, hey, all right. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time once mm-hmm. trade week has been completed, just to give a bit of an update and what we think about that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I've had a belt of year. I get to do this one with. I get to do this every single week with one of my great mates, and I have an absolute ball doing it because, like I say, we just love talking footy, and you guys keep listening to this every single week. So, you know, lace out will be bigger, better next year. We're probably going to go video every week. Um, we're just, you know, we're taking it to the next level, mate. We're turning it up to eleven. So I can't thank you enough because if you don't listen, we don't do it. Oh, and you thanks, do listen, Bips. and that's it. No, I'm not talking to you. You just turn up because oh, I pay I'm, you. I'm always here. I'm yeah, always you're here. You're always here. You just want to escape putting your son to bed. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to escape from putting the kids to bed. But look, we love footy. You, we love you guys every single week. Uh, mate, you've done an amazing job this year uh, with your thorough insights and analysis of the game, uh, which is a total contradiction to what I bring to the, to the podcast. But more importantly, um, have a great year. 2020, 2020. Coming up, and we'll, we'll, we'll see you there. in a couple of weeks. We'll yeah, 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 yeah. But just say, we'll like the penultimate you. episode. We'll just see you when we see you, guys. Oh yeah, well you just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, use. Yeah, use. All right, yeah, Jamie. Yeah, last yes. time, buddy. How do you love your footy? Not last time. Oh, for this, for tonight. <laughs> I'll stuff it. I'm playing the music. <laughs> What an ending. Oh, mate, that was awesome. We're still recording. Just awesome. Just love it. All right, I'm popping the record button now.